0: the battleship pretension i am tyler smith and thank you for listening david is not here he is in france right now which is very exciting uh so any french listeners that we have um you know please put down your baguette and email david at battleship if you would like to uh, arrange some kind of meetup he doesn't know that i'm suggesting that but he <laughs> loves meeting fans I'm being very sarcastic. He gets, if you want to see David get really uncomfortable, come up to him and tell him you are a fan of his work. Uh, And he will, (laughs) it's really the only way to get him to shut up Um, anyway. uh, But yeah, so he's, he's in France right now and uh, I hope he's having a really great time. Uh, But we have in his stead, we have a couple of guests because you need two people to, to, even begin to equal one David backs. Uh, so we have a, a return guest. Uh, it's, I feel like it's been a while since he's been on the show. It is Josh Long. Josh, how you doing? Hi. I good. asked you a oh, question.
1: Good, good. Doing All right. uh,
0: well, sorry. Yeah. Okay, and now we remember Oof. why it's been a while. Because uh, Josh <laughs> is just like that. Yeah, David's already upset with me, probably. <laughs> I could see that. Which, which part of David am I? Um... <sighs> Probably the part that I want to punch. Okay. So just kind of... Hey, I'll take that. Okay. You're just happy to be get out of the house. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, you are a relatively new father. That's true. Of twins. That's true. Twin boys who I met only for the first time the other day. Yeah. And for the most part... No, thank you. (laughs) I'm kidding. One was smiley. He was delightful. The other one was kind of fussy. And it's like, yeah, get over it. You know, whatever. Life's not perfect. They tend to switch. And uh, it's it's all a a fluid thing of which one's angry and which one's happy and... They are not identical twins. They're not. Though, which no. is interesting. Uh, and kind of a bummer cuz like when you hear of twins you're like, "Oh, I want them to look exactly alike." Mm-hmm. I mean, part of me wants that because I always wished that I had an identical twin so,
1: you know, for the pranks that you could play oh, with sure, them. So, yeah. part of me was hoping my yeah. kids would be
0: able to uh, to live that yeah. dream out and trick people into Whatever. I never, w- I never wanted to have a twin until I saw that movie Dead Ringers, and then I was like, <laughs> "This is a life I can get behind." Oof, all right, um, <laughs> that wasn't
1: where I was hoping they'd go
0: with it. More oh, that's a, the only place I go a with parent it. Parent trap, thing maybe, but uh, <laughs> well, there are traps in Dead Ringers, <laughs> but there they're, sure they're, are. But they're emotional. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but yeah, so uh, so Josh is here uh, along with a first time guest who, when I asked him to be on. Said he was very nervous, despite being on More Than One Lesson twice, which speaks, I guess, to the way he views More Than One Lesson versus Battleship <laughs> Pretension. Um, but whatever, it's fine. I don't feel offended at all. Uh, he is a writer and, I'm going to say, a one-time actor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's,
2: uh, it's Tyler Stracely. Tyler, how you doing? I'm great. I'm. I'm Again, I'm very honored to be on. And, uh, yes, I, I had the biggest smile yesterday when you told me because... Mm-hmm this is how I know I've gotten enough credits in my career to be, you know, I'm now worthy of this podcast and not just more than one lesson. Okay. So I don't know how to take what you're saying. There are two options. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: One, is that you're just being sarcastic. I'm not at all. Two, okay. is that you think that I am such a uh, superficial asshole <laughs> yeah. to my friends, <laughs> yeah. that it's just like, no, I enjoy hanging out with
2: you, but yeah. I I'm you're... always
0: keeping tabs on people's yeah. careers, Well, that's which admittedly
2: is kind of true. I thought you were counting <laughs> on IMDb, and once you hit a certain number. Exactly, yeah, yeah. once yeah. your star meter got yeah. high oh, enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, when it's up 700% this week. <laughs> does <Yeah>. the star meter
0: <laughs> still exist it on does, IMDb? It does, yeah. What yeah. is does it even, uh, I mean, it, it just measures like, an algorithm, I assume, like how much you're searched for, or whatever. I don't know. Yes,
1: but apparently they they do use it, like news outlets, and and uh, it's it's weird how producers and people will use it, and they'll say, oh, so and so has like a you know 117 star meter, so they're really, I mean, if, really? You're, if you're in the top 500, that's a that's a big deal, I guess. Oh, but of people course, will, yeah. People will use that to try and sell actors that they have attached to a project by saying what their star meter is.
0: What's interesting is that like. So all three of us have IMDb uh, pages. Um, yours are obviously mine is full of special thanks, which is kind of awesome. Um, <laughs> that is great, and I want to accrue more mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. like the idea that somebody stumbles onto my page like, who is this Kingmaker? Uh, <laughs> <I was thinking laughs> him. Um, oh, but not just thanks, special thanks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But every but what's interesting is that uh, because you're. If a project suddenly becomes popular that you're even tangentially associated with, uh, your rating goes up. So there was a time, this was several years ago, I don't even remember what it was that I was associated with. But it was like it was almost like a friend of a friend of a friend who worked on a thing suddenly got popular. And my my rating went way up.
2: And I was like, Whoa,
0: this may... IMDB is broken if my rating is ever going up. Uh, But you, Tyler, you recently wrote uh, a Hallmark movie. I did. Um, Is that? Do you think that's why your uh, your
2: rating spiked to uh, spiked seven hundred percent? Well, this is the thing about it, though. Like two days ago, it was down seven hundred thousand percent. Oh man! (laughs) And like two days, seven hundred thousand percent. Oh no! I'm sorry. That's (laughs) I think the total number. I was. It tells you like seven. 100,000 down. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Than the previous week. But then I shot back up uh, two days ago. Nothing has happened in the meantime. Uh, they didn't even rerun <laughs> the movie in that time. It, so it, it's
0: it is often a situation where like maybe one of the actors from the movie got cast in something notable right. yeah, or, or, or another,
2: another item on there. Like I also yeah. have Wheel of Fortune on there So maybe something happened <laughs> in Wheel of Fortune. That's
0: true. As I was <laughs> listing your credits. I forgot writer. Yeah, one-time actor yes. and multiple, uh, multiple game, game show contestants. Yes. You should try and be on as, as many myself. game
2: shows as possible. Have I told you this already? I think yes, I, but like Last year, I remember I hit my limit because you can only do three in a certain, in like a 10 year span. Really? Well, for Wheel of Fortune, they want you to wait one more year. Like, I think my year's up now. So I'm now eligible to go do another one.
1: Another game show. Yeah. But Even I, if it's like not connected to. Yeah. Because they, they're really? like,
2: oh, we don't like that the same people in America are seeing the same person on all their game shows, you know? So. Weird. The, well, and you know what, actually,
0: I that sounds ridiculous, but. From the various comedians that I know that have hosted game shows, they and have, as a result, sometimes done like game show conventions, Uh -uh. they've come to realize that, like, there are people for whom game shows are the only thing they watch and they watch them all. Oh, yes, And if they start and they will
2: keep track of the contestants. Oh, yeah.
0: And it's like, oh, okay, that's that's insane. Yeah, they'll tweet.
2: Oh, i Did you Ooh. get tweeted at? I didn't get tweeted oh, okay. at. Aww. Well, I did, I did get a bunch of Facebook friend requests. Oh boy! <laughs> okay, from a lot of people from around the country, so that was cool. <laughs> did you accept them all? Yeah.
0: Hey, look at you. See, man of the <laughs> yeah, people. Exactly. you yeah, yeah. You're so accessible. Yeah. Um, except, I'm, I've been your friend for a while. Obviously, emotionally, totally cut off. But right, you know, yes. when it comes to, As anything, it should be we're yeah. all men here. Anything exactly. on social yeah. media? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing toxic about this
2: masculinity. (laughs)
0: Um, So, uh, okay. So, I was trying to figure out uh, what we are going to talk about today, and then I realized that in my capacity as your uh, friend, I've heard a lot of stories from both of you about working in the film industry in various capacities. Tyler, your resume is strange. Uh, <laughs> it's filled with it's filled with like things like you wrote an ep you you were a writer's assistant and then you eventually wrote an episode of the good place. Yeah. That is that's high profile. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then well I guess not then, but and then you also
2: acted in a very low budget horror film called pledges right which is at a 2.7 on IMDb right now 2.7 yeah. could be worse could be worse could be <laughs>
0: 2.6 and you know what uh, over at battleshippretention.com dot com when we listed the worst movies of 2018 pledges was in the bottom was in the top 10 of you know which is to say the worst <laughs> but it wasn't number it one It wasn't the predator is worse <gasps> along with wow. I think actually a couple other things so wow now the only reason for that is because uh, the people that contribute to the worst list. There's only a handful of us, oh, so and two of <laughs> and them two <laughs> and two are of me, and Josh, and who had both of pledges. pledges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we ranked it very right, high. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so you're kind of all over the place uh, in a good way, um, yeah. in a way that I'm sure is invigorating in some capacity. Uh, and then, Josh, you've been working as like a writer, assistant director, that sort of thing, uh, in for many years. Um, in the world of uh, often low budget film horror yeah, uh, but also comedy mm-hmm. I know that as a writer you, uh, uh, you've you been just as far as the scripts that I know you've been writing you've been kind of veering towards horror which is fascinating because you are a self described chicken Yep, uh, you yep. are frightened of many things when it com- <laughs> many things
1: yeah. mostly uh, 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 supernatural horror movies and mm. spiders those are the two uh, I'm with you on that second one. And put that those, first one. Yeah. Put depends. those two together. It's gotta be a movie like that, right? Ghost, ghost spiders? spiders. There has to be.
0: <laughs> Look, Write it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone would know, it'd be you because that's in true. a world of lava uh, <laughs> I have to think about it and be like, Oh, that's right. I worked on ghost spider. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I oh, that was, that was a month and a half of my life. I forgot. <laughs>
2: it's so it's also very interesting. Like we're completely opposites because my favorite genre to watch is horror, but okay. I love writing f- Fluffy family stuff, and that's really? all I care. I don't really want to write horror, but you you love writing horror, right? I or are you like thrillery?
1: I don't more thrillery. Okay. I think, but yeah. I I that that one the you read the one that was actually I think mm-hmm. both of you read one and I did that was a straight up horror film. Yeah, and then um, I'm working on one now that's kind of like it's it's a horror comedy that sort of plays on some of the tropes of horror films, mm-hmm. but more the types of horror films that I'm okay with. Mm. Like uh, movies that are kind of like spooky or, about, you know, that kind of well, thing. It's a, it's I, that I ambient enjoy ambient horror thing yeah. that
0: I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of. Uh, the one mm-hmm. that I tend to go with, although Josh, I don't remember if you, haven't seen it or you've seen it and you don't care for it but there's mm-hmm. a movie called Carnival of Souls yes that, I've seen I, that. that I love yeah um, I forget if you like it or no not. I like that one oh, okay yeah. that's the one that I tend to go with when I think of like ambient horror and mm-hmm. I've read uh, a couple of your scripts and mm-hmm. it definitely feels like that um,
1: yeah but uh, I always put uh, speaking of like newer ones I put a lot of Ben Wheatley stuff on that kill sure, list absolutely. I think is kill list isn't exactly a horror but it it's
0: it, horrific it, it, yes
1: it could yes. fit into that and it definitely has that ambient thing yeah. where there's kind of this low level uh, dread the whole time
0: and it is so reminiscent of the wicker man which qualifies as horror mm, that, yeah uh, yeah um but i will mention uh before we get into it because i just i want to hear people's wacky stories and p- possibly heartbreaking as well um <laughs> uh so we mentioned first uh about your hallmark movie yes which i'll talk about in one second and then okay. josh you have a movie that you co-wrote yes and is not necessarily i don't know what the uh, what the availability situation is mm-hmm. or if it's making the rounds at film festivals what's what's the story yeah so the movie's
1: called man camp and it's a comedy about three brothers who uh, find out that their mom is trying to get married to a uh, a guy that they're not crazy about and they decide they're going to try and prank him out of the family mm-hmm. uh, at a, a weekend up at the family cabin. So um, I, it turned out really funny. I've I've seen it a couple times now and uh, audiences are really liking it. We've gotten into we're doing the festival run right now. So mm-hmm. right now we're doing Heartland Film Festival and the uh, Austin Film Festival and Denver Film Festival. So uh, I'll give I'll give people the dates right now in case you. Uh, uh, anybody is, is around for those, and then I'll say them again at the end. Okay. Please when uh, when does this, this show Sunday. this Sunday? Um, what what's the date today? <laughs> today is the fifteenth. And what date is this Sunday? I need to look at that. One of them. So the Heartland Film Festival is happening this coming weekend. Okay. Um, so I don't remember what the. Uh, yep, yeah, never mind. You're not gonna <laughs> not gonna be able to see that one. Sorry, like, Harland. Sorry, everyone. Um, hopefully you saw it already. But also, uh, so Austin is one of the big ones. We're uh, the 24th and 29th there at okay. the uh, Alamo Draft house Village, and then in Denver we're on November 6th and November 7th at the. Uh, the S I E film center. If you're in Denver, maybe you know what that is. I don't know if that's supposed to be S I film center or mm. if it's S I E. Not sure. But, um, yes. Yeah, so, and I'm going to be at the Austin film festival for the screening on the 24th, which is opening night. So if anybody's there listening in Austin, please come to that screening. And there's going to be,
0: uh, and some of our actors will be there afterwards. afterwards you can hang out with Josh and talk about what a big fan you are. Because if there's one person that likes being told uh, that you're a fan of his work more than David by strangers, it is Josh. Well, I'm probably fine with that. Actually, it just hasn't happened that often. When you've come to comic con, we've done meetups and there are people that are familiar with more than one lesson. And they, you know, I, yeah. I say, Hey, there's Josh. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then they just keep talking to me. And yeah, but that's, that that is, that's usually correct. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw the trailer for Man Camp, and I will say it was an entertaining, and it's entertaining in the way that Josh Long comedy always is, whether it be <laughs> the mockumentary for the title or the web mm-hmm. series uh, The Unemployed Mind. There's one thing that you enjoy, and I also enjoy it, but not as much as you. you. You really like making comedies about... Oafs, as I call them, <laughs> just yeah. like oafish people uh, that are just uh, extremely confident, usually, mm-hmm. uh, but with nothing are, to back those it. Those are the funniest kind of oafs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, and admittedly, I I do enjoy the the other films of yours that I've seen. But mm. it's like when I saw this, and I don't mean to say like say like it's a one note thing. Like a lot of com- a lot of my favorite comedic writers and directors, kind of dabble in a very specific thing. And they're just like, I feel like we're, you're, you're almost into a cinematic universe. I feel like the characters from man camp could exist in the same world as, uh, the unemployed mind. I hope
1: so. Well, and it was a great, it worked out so well because the, the script, had already been through several several uh, uh, drafts, I guess. And um, one of my friends, Scott, Scott Cruz, who's one of the other writers, he and Dan Cummings, they're the, they're the two uh, other writers on it, and they brought it to me to kind of look at and give them some notes and things. So I really liked it and it, you know, it kind of fit into the sort of things that right. I find are funny. And I said, Hey, is it all right if I take a pass at it?". Then maybe, maybe they said, do you want to try and take a pass at it? And it worked out. We clicked well. So, and then, um, uh, they yeah.
0: They brought no. it to you and it was like a very classy Gosford park. And you're like, <laughs> I think we need a little bit more Napoleon dynamite. In Have you guys seen want police a- Academy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want these characters to be exhaustingly stupid. Um,
1: but, uh, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it, it was a lot of fun to work on together. We had a lot of fun like having meetings, just throwing out dumb ideas of things they could say or what could happen. And um, uh, it's kind of amazing. The movie came together as well as it did. There was a lot of stuff we weren't sure if it was ever going to go, and mm-hmm. then it, it did, and it's getting some good responses now, which is, um, uh, is fantastic. We got some great actors in it. Uh, we, uh, from from uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, we have Pete Gardner, who uh, I, I was kind of familiar with some of his comedy stuff, and he, he he's fantastic in it. And then Eric Stockland, who's from Haters Back Off, if anybody watches that show.
0: If it's TV, um, look
1: over it, <laughs> strangely, because I yeah, don't know. I've seen it's it. It's Netflix. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's- uh, Miranda Sings.
2: Is yes. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so uh, they're both great and, and Eric is going to be at Austin and Denver and Pete's going to be at just Denver so again mm-hmm. if you're around for if anyone's around for those come and uh, come and see our actors see them in real life
0: you live hand, in color you handful of uh, old friends of mine from when I lived in Denver that are still really supportive of me and listening to this check out Man Camp <laughs> at the uh, SIE Film Center is that it? SIE? SIE, yeah. SIE Film I don't know Film, <laughs> Film Center. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, that's very that's uh, very exciting. And I did want to talk about uh, Tyler. I wanted to talk about mm. your um, your I, instinctively. I'm so
2: sorry. I say Lifetime. I know I, it's not a lifetime, lot of people do Hallmark. that. I'm very surprised because I actually thought Hallmark would be more like in people's minds when they hear like TV movies than mm. Lifetime. But but everyone does this. It's literally ten people have done this to me. Huh. But it's very different. Well, I'm
0: sorry. It's not a thing I'm doing to you. No, it's I, not. No. A, not consciously. <laughs> yeah, you're anyway. doing it at me. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you wrote a
2: Hallmark movie. What is it called? It's called Forever in My Heart. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Because it can't it's. be anything else. So. <laughs> um, so what is Forever in My Heart? About So Forever In My Heart centers on (laughs) a young girl named Jenna who Mm -hmm. is from Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, and she goes to uh, Ireland and participates in this internship at this small family run hotel in type of thing just to kind of get some experience and kind of work and study abroad. But there she meets this guy who who is the handsome son of the owner of this inn. Wow. And they begin like I a have romance. To nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, all right. <laughs> I I'd said too much too okay, soon. Okay, man. Um, I just thought it was going to be like a chance encounter and then they go their separate ways. Well, mm-hmm. that's what happens next. What? <gasps> yeah. So she gets a job back in Ohio. This guy, he's a musician. I mean, he's handsome and a musician and he's Irish. And he's Irish, you man. You know, man. so it's all those things. So he's and super drunk. Exactly. Yes, which. He he does have a pint in the movie. Oh man, but Mm. just a sip. Okay, Uh, (laughs) that's wholesome. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's what the that's all they allow. But and then so he goes (laughs) off and travels Europe, um, playing music, and so they go their separate ways. So they break up, and but then we cut to five years later. She is working at this big hotel chain in in uh, Ohio. He's probably still off doing his thing, but she gets the opportunity to open a new hotel. Uh, in Ireland, so she goes back that to this sense. The inn. Mm. Yeah. a hotel chain in Ohio. We need well, it's an international. Oh, I see. Like it's in all the in major Ohio. cities. I so see. she goes. She's now going to Dublin to, okay. to open one, and so you know she goes back to this inn to see Patrick, the guy who who runs this inn called Patrick O'Hanlon. O'Hulahan. Patrick O'Hanlon. Oh, I was close. You were so close. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, here's what's fun about talking about
0: any joke we make is not that far It's off. not going to be, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. You realize she we're making the
2: script you wrote. Well, right, yeah. She literally has a shirt with a shamrock on it in this movie. So that's, this, it, that's it's all going to be like that. But that's what people want to see. They want to see Irish stuff they're familiar if with. You're sure. island, they want leprechauns. There's leprechauns in there. There's, there's a little cute leprechaun keychains in the movie. Mm, okay. um, and so then, so so she goes back, and who does she see? I don't know the guy that she had dated before. He's back. She's back. They're back at the same time. But now she's engaged. Oh no! You know, but but she has is to kind of engage to a jerk. She is, is. Oh, he's he a, is jerk. a jerk. Well, yeah, he's, from yeah. Ohio, so course, yes. he's from Ohio, of course. Yeah, he's from Ohio. He's got to be upset. Yeah, yeah, he's actually yeah. So
0: <laughs> and he's committed the cardinal sin. <laughs> of getting engaged to a woman after she met an amazing Irish musician. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. He should have known better. He should have known better, like, yeah. When
0: I, when I asked Jen to marry me, I said, before <laughs> I do this, I don't want to be the asshole yeah. uh, fiancé. So... Have you dated anybody you date that's immensely else. cooler before me?
2: Right, right. Uh, the answer is always yes, Or And then you have to ask her, like, anyone after you has to be uglier than you. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm, yes. True. Which has so, become increasingly more difficult. <laughs> yes. Um, but so then, yeah, so that, you know, that's kind of the setup of the movie. That's the first 25 minutes. Seriously? <laughs> well, it's it's a... It's a it's a pretty long opening where we kind of establish their relationship. They break up so that we can get a little bit of attachment to them yeah. as a couple. So and 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 for Hallmark, the first act is always twenty twenty five minutes, okay, and then they go to commercial. So it's hmm. it's commercial free up until then. Oh wow! So that's that's the setup, and it leads to that that moment where they connect reconnect.
0: So I am going to use this to get, to sort of transition us into the larger conversation yeah. we're going to start with your interactions with with hallmark i'm not looking mm-hmm. to have you burn any bridges or anything but one thing that you mentioned <laughs> who's the worst executive at yeah yeah <laughs> who's <laughs> who do you just want to slap in his stupid face um but you mentioned that uh that our our handsome irish musician lead yeah. uh has a only a sip just a, a sip of, of his probably Guinness sure. uh, because you said that's all they would allow.
2: Yeah. Um, Hallmark is very, um, very, uh, um, they have, they have, okay. So here's another example. So, so when the characters are riding bikes, they have to wear helmets. Okay. Um, one of the concerns early on in the movie is they, they, there's this romantic scene where they're like on these cliffs overlooking the sea, but, uh, you know, we got to make sure they're not too close to the edge of the cliff so that people won't think they're going to fall off of the cliff. So, like, it's, it's a very safe, safe, safe is kind of the word for okay. Hallmark. We want to make sure everyone feels like everyone is safe at all times. Okay. And that's sort of their, their brand is, like, they go a little bit over... Uh, what we might think is okay, like riding a bike without a helmet, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's something that their audience really takes to, and, and, hmm. and I think that you know, I totally respect their brand, and I think that they really have something when their movies are getting better numbers than network shows, which is what happened, yeah. you know, it's funny, we, we tend to, like, make jokes about
1: TV movies, with whether it be mm-hmm. Hallmark or Lifetime or sci-fi or any yeah. of these things, and, and how they're all very formulaic, but, the,
0: uh,
1: I mean... Like you said, there are, there's mm-hmm. a very, uh, loyal following to these and they, they want certain things. Oh, and yeah. so it's, I mean, it makes sense that the executives are like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. These are the lines that we color in because that's what our
2: audience wants. Absolutely. Yeah. They have very specific, uh, rules. So, um, they even gave me sort of like a, a rule sheet when I started just, really? like, these are the things, yeah. Like these are the things we do. These are the things we don't do. Um, A big thing for them is, like, we love animals in our movies, but we want to treat all animals with, like, respect. We don't want to, like, put, like, clothes on them and, like, make them run around and do stupid things. So, it's interesting. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's again, a very specific um, thing that you have to learn only through experience, really. Like, because I wrote a bunch of things that are like, oh, we might not do this. Hallmark wouldn't do this, you know. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things I was surprised, oh, that we do do this, you know. So... So
0: the script is completely yours. You came yeah. up with it. You know, it's not a situation where they gave you the the basic structure and right. then you filled in the details. Like yeah. from beginning to end, you came up with this story. Yep. But you also realized where, like who you're working for. Absolutely. And so
2: yeah. did you watch a lot of Hallmark movies to prepare? <laughs> I did. What I was did. that like? It was, you know what? I actually, and this is the thing. This is where I I feel like I've, Found something I love to do because I watch them and I enjoy them. Mm -hmm. Like, there is a, there is a, I don't know if it's a filter. Uh, What's your
0: favorite movie of all time?
2: Oh, uh, My favorite movie of all time is Mulholland Drive by David Lynch. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. Continue. Yeah, yeah. This That's is, my favorite goes, Hallmark movie. This goes into, I think it's two sides of the brain because of the horror thing and the family thing. My, my favorite genre, again, is horror. But there's nothing I love more than, like, a scene where there's two people with hot cocoa by a fire <laughs> talking about, like, maybe getting a promotion. <laughs> and you know, literally, I'm at my computer like, oh, gold.
1: <laughs> I, I will say that Mulholland Drive is, is maybe a
0: crossover between like uh, a know. Hallmark film and a horror yeah, film, it's kind of when you fun, think about yeah. it, Blue Velvet is a Hallmark movie where things go terribly wrong <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a good portion of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Like both of those movies have the, and a lot of David Lynch movies live within this. Uh, like like a a comfortable yes. safe like American surface, yeah, and like, then
2: underneath is all the the grit exactly, and all the terrible. Yeah, yeah things the, the the, the way they speak at the beginning of and Drive, the oh, actress yeah. who's so excited to oh, be yeah. in Hollywood yeah. and like, oh, this is wonderful. Like it's right. it's just it's sort of the same thing, but then it goes terribly
1: wrong. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like Twin Peaks could would have been yeah, a Twin WB well. uh,
2: yeah. teen show if it wasn't for <laughs> yeah. the murders exactly, and everything. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the owls the, and, yes, the and the White Lodge and right. Black Lodge there's,
0: there's a lot going on yeah. oh yeah you could list <laughs> if it weren't for list. everything the show became known for me. <laughs> right. um, but uh, yeah it's just something that that fascinates me is working within uh, an, a certain not, not necessarily a structure but a certain idea yeah. a certain tone right Um and I'm sure for some people that would be limiting, but since you seem to find it the most invigorating thing oh, you could ever oh, yes. do, yeah, um, <laughs> then, you know, more power to you. Um, okay, so uh, so okay, I, th- I feel like we're just going to have to go back and forth here. That's okay. um, and the reason that I that I thought this again, like I've I've heard a lot of these stories myself, but. Um, we have we have a number of, of listeners who kind of aspire to be filmmakers, not necessarily in Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. wherever it is they uh, they live, um, and that's perfectly fine. This is not meant to scare you away from it, but uh, you know uh, when you're first when you're first starting out, and if you just sort of stay in a in the realm of lower budget, or in the, in the case of Hallmark, I'm sure their budget wasn't low, mm-hmm. but it's not seen as the most artistically free uh, yeah. <laughs> thing you can be doing. Uh, and so uh, a lot of stories come out of that that can be, I'm sure, fun in retrospect, and in the moment, just like, this is absolute hell. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to get some of your guys, uh, your stories. Um, and so Josh, you have a, what I now see is a very long list <laughs> of stories. Document, yeah. we, th- we, this could be a two-parter because we're already <laughs> at 28 minutes. So, oh, uh, yeah. so okay, Josh, we're going to start with you. Take us away.
1: <laughs> Are, am, I, am I just rattling off stories? Uh, well, let's just... Uh, i trying to think of like a context a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's well, true. Well, I can
1: say a, a, a fun thing maybe is because you talked about people wanting to, to go into film and mm-hmm. everything. So I can talk a little bit about my first uh, gig as, in, as an assistant director. Sure. Um, which... Uh, it was, I'd been living in L.A. for about a year. I'd been mostly doing uh, extra work. Um which I have at least one good story oh, yeah. on. I should go to back to you later, but uh, um, uh, I wanted to be doing something else. Obviously, I, I write and direct, but you know, you can't really stand on the street corner in LA and be like, good sir. I write and direct <laughs> if you'd like a, yeah. to finance my
0: project. <laughs> it's um, like, Oh, uh, we'd like you to be the assistant director. It's like, well, I appreciate it, but I think you've gotten some misinformation on <laughs> a writer and director. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. Let me I'm take it.
1: <laughs> we, we brought you to the wrong office. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I want to start doing some things on the more on the other side of the camera. Uh, cause have been acting a little bit also. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's
0: right. Yeah, okay. yeah,
1: no, I got, I got stories there's about lots, that too, but uh, but anyway, uh, so I knew kind of what the ADing world was like, and I knew that didn't take any like specific technical knowledge because I didn't know a lot about camera, I didn't know enough certainly about camera or sound or any of those things, so I, I was like, that's something I can try, and so I, I did a gig for no money, uh, nine days, which was three three day weekends, um, uh, horror film. And the director, uh, the same person was the director, writer, uh, lead actor and producer. So, oh, so it's like Orson Welles. <laughs> exactly. Like Orson Welles. Um, uh, so th- there were a lot of crazy things from that. And, and, uh, people have probably always heard stories about this When One person's doing that many things. It almost always goes poorly every now and then you get an Orson Wells, but yeah. most times you get a, a guy who's going to be working at Kinko's and in, in a few months, um, not that that's what happened to this director. I don't know what happened to this director. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not aware that he made another movie, and I'm not aware that this movie ever actually saw the light of day. Oh, good. Um, it was for a long time one of those ones that was on IMDb that was like in production. Oh, sure, it was yeah. like post production, yeah, and then it
2: was just gone. Yeah. It looks yeah. like it's going to be the newest movie every time. <laughs> right. Yeah. I hate like, oh, that That's something yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a smart move. Yeah, his see, star meter's got to be <laughs> super high. <laughs> But uh,
1: uh, that one we were doing all nights for that one. We were shooting in this house that we weren't allowed to like the the plumbing wasn't very good. So the guy who owned the place Uh, kept telling us like, don't flush anything but toilet paper down the toilet. And someone kept doing that because more than once it backed up and this guy had to come out in the middle of the uh, night uh, and like pump out the septic tank or something like that. Um, But (laughs) the most fun story about this one was that, uh, We'd been getting, like, the food was terrible. On these, these ones, it's usually very bad. So we were doing a lot. It was like jack-in-the-box for several nights. And you're like, Ugh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sorry, <laughs> i need eat this. So, jack-in-the-box, bad toilets. That is a I know, <laughs> combination. I wonder, uh, wonder what happened there. So uh, at, at one point, I don't know if I said something to the director or maybe some of the actors complained. And then he was like, all right, we're going to do something different. My, my brother's going to make a soup for us. And I was like, mm, all right, that's a little... Unusual, and like now having worked a little bit more in this in this capacity, like I would immediately have to tell a director, "You're not allowed to do that because no one knows what's in the soup," or like, <laughs> "What if you poison the whole cast right. by accident?" <laughs> um, or uh, on purpose, maybe it was a, a long purpose. con situation. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the, the soup was not bad it was better than Jack in the box so that day actually everybody was a little bit happier um, so the next day uh, when we were coming up towards lunch I was like what's, what's the plan for lunch today and he was like well we've still got the soup oh. and I was like what it had, been, it had just been sitting in a pot in a refrigerator on <laughs> oh the gosh. set all day uh, for 24 hours and I was like I don't think we can do this and they were like we don't have anything else so we ate the soup again And people were not happy and then the soup stayed in the refrigerator there um to the point where like the last day of shooting (laughs) so many things were going wrong the last day of the shooting as the sun came up ended with the director arguing with a bunch of people who were expecting to be paid that day and didn't get paid that day Uh, a bunch of people just left and finally the director and his brother who was sort of a co-producer Uh, and me were the only ones left and they were like well we've got to go so if you can finish cleaning up the house bye (laughs) then they left and left the the fridge was full of like I think the soup for some reason was in like a plastic bag at that point. <laughs> so I had to carry this plastic bag full of cold week-old soup across the street to the Target parking lot that was over there so I could throw it away. Oh no. And I was like <laughs> in that moment I thought of this great story, um this great joke about a guy who like shovels elephant shit for the circus and somebody's like, why do you keep doing that? You should, you should get another job. And he says, what? And quit show business.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So
1: so
0: that was my first job
1: as a a first day. So you're left
0: literally completely alone to like clean up even (laughs) the director and producers. No one else was there and
1: uh, there were no PAs on the shoot. I didn't, oh, uh, yeah. I certainly didn't have a second. Sure, on that's that when you look
2: around, you know, Oh, I'm that person. Yeah. Like- but
1: then I think somewhere through that cleaning process, like I, I feel like I'm mostly a pretty nice person and I didn't want to leave the place a wreck. But partway through that process, I was like, the guy who owns the house doesn't know me. If I leave, i'm not on the hook like there's no reason for me to stay and finish up this place so i think i got it to a decent point and then was yeah. like anything else this need to be done they can come back and do it
0: if they need to come back and, do and that it. and yeah. that's the other thing is like you don't want it to fall to you but at the same time you also realize like well the guy who owns the house like it's gonna hit it's gonna fall on him yeah. like he's the one that is renting out the house and all that and like i don't know i feel bad for him if if the place is just a wreck. Right. But at the same time, like if he comes back and the house is a wreck, he's going to call
1: them. But I I also know that because they were the type of people who try to foist the same soup on a cast two nights in a (laughs) row, might not be the kind of people who are going to be like,
0: come back and and fix up the, uh, the house they left a mess. Uh, so I do know that there is a, and we won't say his name. We don't want to, uh, I'm sure that's a bridge that you don't mind torching but nonetheless we won't say his name uh, there is a producer of, of low very low budget uh, horror movies that you worked for it was, very much, it was like the mafia I remember for a while like you'd work for him and then you're like that's it I can't do this again <laughs> but then you'd be out of work for a while and then he'd call up and you're like yeah all right, damn it okay uh, and so Explain what it was like to work, because this guy was, again, this is all relative, fairly successful, su- successful enough to do this. Yes. To release several movies, but yeah. mm. oh, on, he's on
1: made cheap. He, he has, I think, like a hundred movies on his oh IMDb gosh. as a producer. He makes tons of movies, and he, he makes like... I don't know if he, ma- he makes five to 10 movies a year or at least oh. the time I was working with him. Um, I, I think I did 12 or 13 movies with this guy and they, it was spread across a long time and it got to be later on that. I just knew a lot of the crew people and I enjoyed being around them. And sure. it was like the lowest pressure yeah, film oh, job can, you could possibly have. Like it, it stuff would get messed up and it's like, eh, it's all right. You, yeah. you do like one or two takes of everything <laughs> these movies, so you see low budget horror movies. Like when we think of low budget horror movies, we think of like uh, some of the like Roger Corman stuff sure. from the from the the you know seventies or whatever. But um, uh, or like maybe the asylum movies if people right. are familiar oh, with right, those, right. like your Sharknadoes and things like that. So uh, something like a Sharknado, like the original Sharknado, that's probably still got like a. Probably a few million, a few million dollars, right? Probably not that, but I, I'd say at at least three hundred thousand oh, dollars. Like wow. I, I'd say, I I wouldn't be surprised if they made that movie, the first one, for that much. The other ones, they had more money, I think. But um, hmm.
2: uh,
1: <laughs> these movies. W- would be made for like ten to fifteen thousand dollars. Feature length. Yes. Films, yeah. Usually shot in five to six days. Wow. Um, you're shooting fifteen pages a day, something like that. Oh my God. Um, As much as possible in one location that could was, double yeah. for a lot of different places. Um, uh, but the, the thing is, the way they sell those movies is you get a, attractive women in it, mm-hmm. and you get like gore, and that was one thing. Is the the level of makeup. Effects and gore effects would be the same as it would be on a bigger budget movie. But hmm, like okay. the lighting would be one <laughs> kit with like three lights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the rest, the crew would be like a DP, a sound guy, me and somebody doing the art. It was like four people and maybe one or two other people coming in for the makeup and stuff like that. Um, but they're, they're crazy movies. Just, just the experience of making a movie that fast mm-hmm. It makes your head spin and it's, it's gotten me to a point where i know that everything's relative a little bit on how long it takes to make a movie because sometimes people come to me with the script and be like how many days do you think we need and i'm like well that that depends on what you want the movie to make, to look like you can shoot a movie in two days <laughs> yeah. i've worked on a movie <laughs> where we did that wow. um but uh, you know it kind of depends on what your budget is and what you want it to all look like and um so these movies as, as i think silly and <laughs> as bad as they are they they hit an audience that likes the yeah. gore and the girls and um and they they're able to keep making them but now what are
0: some of the titles uh, uh, of of these these movies specifically so so uh, <laughs> there there's a lot that are copycat movies
1: yeah. um so when uh I'm trying to remember some of the ones that came out around the same time as there was a metal man that was uh <laughs> iron man. Okay. Uh, there was aliens versus avatars, <laughs> which was sort of, it kind of had the avatar thing that the alien part didn't, uh, wasn't like the movie alien, but mm-hmm. still the funniest story to me about that one is that I don't know if it was on the set Uh, but sometime early on they were like, we don't have anyone to play the alien. That's right. Oh, okay. I was, uh, they were like, do you fit into the alien suit to me? And I was like, (laughs) I guess. And I put it on and I became the alien. So (laughs) in the movie aliens versus avatars, I was, you know, setting up the lights, then putting on the monster suit (laughs) and, uh, all sag,
2: no doubt. (laughs) Of course.
0: course. Did you get paid extra to be the, uh, no, of course
2: not. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, I do and remember like, I remember you actually showing me some like behind the scenes footage of you in the alien suit just trying desperately <laughs> to hear what they're saying oh yeah it's hilarious yeah that's right somebody sent me a video of like where
1: it's I'm ripping a guy's arm off and like so I grab his arm and he screams and like the blood shoots out or whatever and then there's like a pause and then I turn I'm like is that work
2: <laughs>
1: like, me in the suit holding this guy's arm um, yeah so that one was a lot of fun no, one uh,
2: really quick. So these movie titles, are they hoping that people are googling them or whatever and they're googling like the original and coming across the knockoff? That's
1: Is what that I, part I, of the strategy? I I think that's part of the strategy. There's also a weird strategy that I didn't even know this was a thing, but some of them they'll they'll want to do specifically with like an A at the beginning that because it's sure, a show yeah. like towards phone the books, beginning like of
2: name everything triple A, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind
1: of. Because when people are searching through like uh, direct T V, you know, on demand stuff, that they would be see first. there was a there was a movie that we did that was called I think it ended up being called like Revenge of the Snake Woman, or something like that, which was an R. But initially, they were they didn't know what the movie was going to be called because they were <laughs> maybe going to do that thing where it started with an A. So I kept joking about it being called. Like, I think what I, I wanted them to call it, Ah, Snake Women.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it was like four yeah, A's. As many A's like, as you can get. That in beats there. out anyone.
0: Yeah, um, yeah it's. Uh, In the old days of video stores, I remember I worked at Blockbuster, and they would always there was it wasn't Asylum, although they did it too. But there was actually an uh, an even lower budget company. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, but they would always release something Um, at the same time that something came out in the theater. They would release something with a very very similar name Mm in uh, in the video store because they're sort of counting on. Well, frankly, it, uh, ignorance, and I don't yeah. mean it in, in that uh, in too negative a term, but basically like I have a memory of, oh, the movie Zodiac. Okay. Came out in 2007, and when it was released in theaters, I was working at Blockbuster, and a movie was released called The Zodiac Killer. Hmm. Try to guess what word was bigger than the others. <laughs> uh, and sure enough, and the because the idea was, it's it's meant to play on people who heard about this movie zodiac and then they see it here in the store and like oh Mm -hmm. I, i thought that just came out well maybe it maybe it came out a while ago and then they would rent it and so um uh and with a somewhat a generic title like zodiac uh it's like oh well that we're just this is just based on the killer you know uh and they did that so many times and it got to the point where people would come up and and rent the thing. I'd be like for, and I, as an employee, I'd be like, for the record, (laughs) this is not Zodiac with Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal. This is a knockoff. And the person would be like, Oh my gosh, really? And they're like, that's, I remember one woman was like, that's immoral. <laughs> How dare Hollywood do something like that? Uh, well, I think Hollywood is generous, but. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> that's true, yeah.
0: But yeah, so that's that's something that, uh, that they've been doing for a very long time. Um, now, speaking of low
2: budget horror. I can't imagine where this is going.
0: <laughs> um, so, okay, this movie. So. Stracely, uh, amongst our uh, group of friends, and the reason we call you Stracely is because your first name is Tyler, and that right. can't be it allowed. cannot,
2: it won't Mm-mm. work.
0: No. Um, it's simply not done. Um, so amongst our friends, we, we have a, a fun joke um, that everything just works out for you all the time. <laughs> um, that you just... Yeah, yeah, that's the joke.
2: Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think except it seems very sincere. (laughs) Uh, You know the joke elements. I don't really. But I have a I have a very specific
0: (laughs) memory many years ago uh, of you deciding one day. Mm -hmm. They're like, I think I want to act. Yeah. And a week later, you were ca- <laughs> you were cast in this horror movie. Granted, it's a shit horror movie, yeah. but you still got paid to act. I did, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a week after declaring to the universe, putting right. it up on your vision board, I guess. <laughs> uh, That's that how you- I
2: manifest, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that you wanted to be an actor, uh, and then yeah. you you acted in a few things, and I think you were, and then you did the you were a contestant on a game show around mm-hmm. the same time, yeah. Um, and like you just you did. And then you kind of grew out
2: of it. It was, it was like a one year phase. If that, it just doesn't seem sustainable
0: (laughs) (laughs) for you. Hey, if you'd stuck with it, you'd be playing, uh, being pledges too. well, I was going to say Matt Damon's part in Ford versus Ferrari, but, um, so, okay. But yes, you were in a film called pledges and that was a few years ago, which our group of friends only watched recently because it was only released somewhat recently. Yes. Um, And uh, you warned us that it's not going to be very good. We assumed it would not be very good. Josh saw it as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is... I won't say astonishingly bad because yeah, I expected it to be bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it did find it was surprisingly bad. It found ways to be bad. I was not it. It really expecting. did. It really did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Even when I watched it, I was like, there's a... Do you remember the scene where literally it's just a shot of a truck? Yes. For like five whole minutes because they needed to fill the runtime. <laughs> yes. Like it's <laughs> insane to get to 72 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so tell
0: us about pledges. First yeah. off, go as in-depth on that plot as you can.
2: Oh my gosh, um, yeah. I'm joking, of course. No, Please don't. No, but <laughs> um, but, I, but that's the funny thing, is I can probably only get two or three sentences in because I still don't get it. Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> you could just sum it up by saying everything. It's yeah, everything. It's, every, it's like, what, do yeah. we, what did we not do? We need to put that yeah. in.
0: In my little blurb, for it being one of the ten <laughs> worst movies of 2018, yeah. I said that it feels <laughs> as though the director... Gets the strong suspicion I'm never going to be allowed to direct another movie. So I'm going to incorporate. I'm going to try to fit everything I might ever want to do in a movie into this
2: one movie, and then also change my name for this movie. Yes, which he did. Yes. <laughs> um, so that wasn't a good sign.
0: But uh, but yeah. So you were you were acting in the film. I and, was. Uh, tell us about that experience.
2: Now I will say of of all my Hollywood things that I've done. Please don't say it like that. Oh okay. Can you take that? Out. Nope. Here's a, here. Put this in Hollywood. There we go. Dubbed was that, that better? Oh, uh, it's a little better. Say it again. Yeah. Hollywood. One more time. Hollywood. All
0: right, we're there. Oh,
2: I feel like oh, all the trailer. H is getting. Oh, you to... went. You went all Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, with it. yeah, yeah. I don't know about I that. Know about classic Hollywood. <laughs> oh, that sounds inappropriate. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> take um, that out. Too. That, that yeah, might take, come out. So much to take out. Um. So, um. Yeah, the the crazy thing about this, too, is like I did go through the audition process of there were 30 people in a room who all looked like me and they they were looking for a very douchey guy. And I already have sort of a douchey voice, (laughs) which whenever I hear it back, I hear it, you know? Yeah, but when I when I talk in my head, I sound intellectual. But what I hear everyone else Mm. hear is douche. So that worked out for me for pledges because I, I don't part. actually
0: I don't hear either one. I certainly don't, you don't hear, think so. I certainly don't hear
2: intellectual, but I don't oh, hear oh, oh, yeah, douchey okay, yeah. either. Like I think of you as just a lovable. Maybe, goofball. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. OK, well, thank you. I think maybe I've grown over the years, too into a lovable goofball yeah sure yeah. all right you were just a goof you were a, an extremely hateable goofball
0: when exactly. i first met you yeah you yeah. know like a character one of and uh, one of josh's comedies right right
2: um, <laughs> yes i aspire to be the oaf one day uh, uh but yeah so it's you know it's six pledges in the middle of the woods three guys three girls and we're in our underwear to start off in the movie and we have to work together to figure out we're being hazed uh and find like the clues this is where i'm starting to get lost on the plot uh <laughs> and somehow it ends up oh my gosh it's more than just being hazed there's some kind of alien or monster or little or girl spirit or, or anything yeah or like or a little burial ground yeah. and like but also like, an, uh, like a like a, a radiation hazard sign is up yeah, like oh it's yeah. there's a <laughs> Yeah. So so they, they found a lot to, to put in there. So it's kind of choose your own adventure. It's whatever you like. <laughs> whatever you sure. want to believe yeah, yeah, is yeah, happening yeah. is <laughs> <Yeah>. probably <laughs> what's happening. Exactly. No that's, one can
1: tell you it's wrong. That's right. Yeah. It's
2: open to The director certainly won't tell you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he left the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I... So I... Uh, I you know they and the you know the best part of this movie and I think this is what actors say all the time when they're in movies like you know they like improvise a little so they're like <laughs> yeah they sure do <laughs> we they were like oh just kind of take it the direction you want to go so we didn't understand the script uh, we all we all one day kind of gathered the all the, the cast and we were <laughs> like did you did you get what the end was no no but but I think that I think we all assumed this means it's going to be good because like we don't know and like maybe it's over our heads and like the effects are <laughs> going to fill it in um <laughs> but i did get to you know I, I got to i had my first sex scene yeah you know i think we all remember that moment yeah in our lives <laughs> our first <laughs> our everyone's
0: first sex, first scene. sex yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it is an interesting situation when you live in los angeles and you're friends with actors and that sort of thing um because, like, okay, so, the, like, for example, uh, like, Pat Healy, he's someone that I knew as an actor first, mm-hmm. and then I came to know him, and so then he would do, like, sex scenes, and it was just, it'd be like, oh, well, that's actor Pat yeah, Healy. that's extreme. But then there are other situations, um, Josh and I used to go to church with a guy named Barlow, uh, and we knew, I knew him first as a person, and then he acted in things, and I was watching one of his movies, <laughs> like, oh, all right, well, really? there's... <laughs> There's Barlow. Oh, There's the, the whole, the whole gang. Um, and it's just like, okay, that's a, that's, it's weird. Cause like, I would never, I would never see, oh, let's put it this way. Uh, given the types of people we are, uh, Tyler, I'd probably never see your ass
2: outside of <laughs> no a movie, no I in can't. which you're up against a tree and stuff exactly, yeah, yeah, up against a tree is in the middle of the woods at night yeah. is is how it all happened, and yeah. me and the girl both thought that production would have some sort of uh I don't know, what do you use have you worked on a movie with like a sex scene before they um, usually use like there is, like, a, a mechanism or, like, a... <laughs> I've heard <laughs> Some, it referred to as a cock sock. Yes, uh, and, but that's literally what I used because it was my <laughs> own sock. Because I ended up... I ended up... at. We asked, and we were like, so you guys have something? And they're like, oh, well... No, I thought maybe that person was going to get something. And that, and this was actually Oof. kind of an organized production. They brought in some good catering. And, you know, Same and they way. even did such a great job on uh, prepping the cocaine that I did at, off of this girl's chest right before the sex scene. So, you know, they were prepared up until the moment, yes. you know. Yes. But, you know, it was tastefully done, I think. We, we all saw this movie. We It was shot from like a, a, a spy shot. You know, yeah. from back of the woods. and That way it made the the viewer feel like a voyeur, which is exactly, exactly how I wanted
1: to
0: feel. In <laughs> right, that
2: moment. right. Like, well, right. that's what... When
1: I think tasteful, I think
2: voyeurism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, a, I think it was film, from it holds-
2: the wizard's perspective or whatever we were supposed uh, to be seeing, Oh, he's know? an evil wizard. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah he was a okay. wizard if you guys didn't... Um,
0: but yeah, it's uh and what's interesting is that you mentioned the the improvisation there's a scene where all of you are sitting around like a campfire talking That's about right. what your what your goals are in life. Yeah. And you because look, you're not merely a one-time actor, but you're also a multiple-time writer. Uh right. and so <laughs> your improv your improvisation uh sounded good like it actually worked for okay. your character I you think got a you favorite d- moment in the film and you I think. think you delivered it well but then what's funny is one of the other actors <sighs> oh not my to, gosh not to this speak, is ridiculous oh now I'm remembering this, what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> not to speak poorly of this other actor I'm sure you know <laughs> The be, like the best improvisation in film is one that is still pretty structured. Right. Okay. Whereas if you just let an actor flail, I mean, I, I don't really blame the actors for this, but essentially you delivered what seemed like a pretty well thought out monologue. Yeah. And then this other actor, when it came time for them, it sounded like they just ripped off yours. They, they did. <laughs> like, yeah. I
2: said, yeah, like I play this douchebag named Ryan and, and in the movie, I like I use the campfire scene to be like, you know, I really actually want to do well in my studies and have a family and like really settle down and, and make a career where I can provide and then, and and then they cut to the next guy, and he's like, "Yeah, like you know, I really want to start doing well in my life, and I really want to get like a good job and have a fam." It was crazy, and, <laughs> yeah. and it just was the exact same.
0: Did you it, again, since 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 it is improvisational? Did you at that moment want to say, um? Excuse me. Yeah. Sounds familiar, dumbass. Yeah, exactly.
2: Ryan, Dude. my character would have done that, yeah. but you know, I think uh, you know the day was running long. You sure. know, they couldn't yeah. fit any more improv in that movie. Well, I, I'm sure they could have. <laughs> yeah, more. they had five minutes of truck footage they needed <laughs> to cram in there. I know. Well, you know, I, I do sometimes I feel sorry
1: for actors in those situations because everyone sort of just. a especially on low budget stuff, people just assume actors know how to improv, right? So you can just give them a situation and just let them go. And that is not the case with all actors at all. And I, I, I did a comedy web series one time that I was directing where we often were having to like, on top of what was written, we would give the, the actors chances to like try some different things. It was mm. kind of like a, like, like the office almost a rip like off a, of the office. Yeah, like, like a that. fun run at right. the end. Yeah. So some people, um, some actors were great at it. There was one guy I, I would give him the, the framework, but I would like do whatever comes to you. And he, it was great. Every That's time cool. he would like take what I had written and like make it a little bit better. Um, but some of the other actors just, it wasn't their strong suit. So there would be takes where I was like, now just do one where, you know, say whatever you want. And they do like a slight variation on mm-hmm. what the lines were. And that was fine. Cause we were like, we've got the lines, we've got the actual thing, you know, uh, we can move on and don't have to like mm-hmm. use the take where they're floundering. But yeah. yeah, that happens where, I mean, probably that actor was like, I didn't know I was going to have to improv totally. suddenly here I am. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. And
0: it's like, we don't have time for you to sit and think about what you're going to say. Right. And think, yeah. Ah and they feel pressure
1: as actors yeah. to like
0: be able to do that yeah. so
2: right yeah
0: um so uh we're going to move on back to uh, Josh and I'm perfectly willing in the future to have you guys back to tell more stories, because um, we haven't to... <laughs> this could to, be a marathon,
2: I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we haven't gone go back
0: and forth, or just a, a fun series. Well, fun, and we'll see how that goes. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we haven't talked about the good place or any of your uh, right. your game show situations, including when you first moved here. You were dismiss what? Yeah. what, were you, dismi- what it, uh, it was called Excuse. I was on a dating show right when I moved here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. It was like
2: in the first few weeks. I found it on Craigslist, and I yeah. did it and. Well we'll talk about that another <laughs> yeah. day. Okay. Uh, that's right. But
0: yeah, so Josh, uh, do you have any Okay, so either as an assistant director or any other capacity, uh, and I know that you have a whole bunch of stories, so I feel bad putting you on the spot and being like, tell mm-hmm. us a story. No no, that's fine. But uh, do you have anything to, to sort of close us out? Um
1: yes. If we're okay. closing out I'll I'll talk about one other particular production because there's a lot of stuff for that oh, good. one. Um <laughs> Did I write down all the stuff for this? So I I took this movie in um in Texas. I, I did a few movies in Texas, which is a place I love to shoot. It's actually a lot of fun out there. But um, I got a recommendation for one that I went out for, and uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know how the movie actually turned out. Never saw it. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I think it's probably out somewhere to be seen, but I I don't know. Uh, I don't know that right now, but the experience of filming it is, is so crazy. And so unlike anything else that I've ever experienced that it's hard to, like when I remember back some of the things that happened, I'm like, that couldn't have actually happened. Like uh, it started out where, first of all, we were getting favors from everybody in the town. So everything we had, was something that the director had gotten a favor for somebody because then he he could save the money on it. And he was trying to make a movie that looked pretty grand and then had a lot of you know money into it. He was he was trying to fly in uh, actors from all over the world. We flew in actors from Australia and things like that. He had a bunch of like musicians come and be on the movie and things like that. Um, not playing musicians just because they were kind of famous. Um, oh. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, Jello Biafra from the Dead Den Counties oh. was one of them. I wow. lived in a house next door to Jello Biafra for like <laughs> four days. How's he doing? Is he as rambunctious as you might think? Uh, yes and no. Like, not in the way that you'd think. Okay. Like, <laughs> one of our PAs was driving him back from, or sorry, from the airport when he flew in over to the set. And <laughs> he apparently... He he, like wanted to talk, but he he would make kind of old man jokes. Like <laughs> the PA said, we drive past. They drive past like a, a street. And he'd like point out the name of the street, and he'd be like, "New Hope Road." Wonder what happened to Old Hope Road. Oh
2: gosh, <laughs> so it was Paul Lind, it sounds like <laughs> Kind of,
1: he he sounds a little bit like just Paul. Just saying
2: opposites of things over and over. Again. It's, he,
1: it's, he's such a unique uh, person. Uh, I remember one of the days when he was like getting—I think it was when he was getting ready to leave—and I was in the house to, talking to somebody. I might—I don't know if it was a work call or whatever—but he just came out of his room. And he had bananas in his hands (laughs) and like, I was clearly on the phone talking to someone and he just walked up to me and he was like, I bought these bananas, but now I'm leaving. So now they're yours. (laughs) 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 "Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Jello." (laughs) That was also one of those weird situations where his, uh, you know, his real name's not Jello. And I looked up what his real name is, but I was like, I, do I call him Jello? Do yeah. I call him Mr. Mm. I think I just called him Jello, And I think he's probably used to it by yeah, that point. Yeah. I mean, he's been that for 30 years or something like that. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we,
2: we,
1: <laughs> the places we were staying were, were like favors. So that one was, one of them was sort of like a bed and breakfast, I think. And they let us rent out the whole thing. But one of them that I had to stay in the first few nights I was there was this old house, like away from the town. You had to drive, I think 15, 20 minutes out of town to get there. And, and it's like a hundred years old apparently Bonnie and Clyde stayed there oh. at some point so it's kind of a cool place but no one else is staying there so when you're like in the middle of nowhere in a big hundred year old house it's a little bit spooky uh, and yeah. then the producer is staying there with me goes by the way the place is haunted the first night nice <laughs> I say there, I like, please don't say that to me so, like any time I would go to bed, I would like
0: and there's a lot of spiders too just heads up, you know? <laughs> I had
1: like a whole system for like where I would turn all the lights on and like how I could leave them on so I was never in the dark <laughs> in that place because I was like this this is a horror movie like staying oh, yes. out in this place um. Uh, such a
2: big, by the way, like literally one By <laughs> yeah, the way.
1: Well, and then like he and the, uh, the UPM were staying there in the place with me the first night, but then the next night they were both going out and left <laughs> me alone. so I think i stayed there like five nights by myself. Oh gosh. Um, and, uh, yeah, but, uh, so that, that, that was interesting. Um, we had a, uh, we shot a bunch of stuff in, Loca- weird locations around the the city but some of them would be you know we shot a bunch of stuff at a hospital we had a bunch of stuff that had to happen in the hospital and we had to break it up for some reason so some of it was the beginning of the schedule some was the end of the schedule and we pissed the hospital off so much in the first one oh. that they were like you're not coming back we had a whole day or two we were supposed mm. to so like oh, as we're getting gosh. closer and closer to that I keep talking to the producer in the upm like have we worked things out with the hospital and they were like Not yet not yet until the day before they were like we got back into the hospital. It's okay Don't break uh. anything. So they did let us back into the hospital. And I never heard if they were uh, Not happy with us again. I assume they probably were not happy with us again um, but we had a bunch of Cars different cars we had to use for the movie, but the director was the only person who had any connection to the people who owned the cars so we'd be there on set and i'd be like is the picture car here yet he would be like oh no i need to go get that so then we had to just the whole production had to kind of wait while the director had to go to get the cars because nobody else could do it um that that he he i think he took on too much responsibility in that movie and a lot of mm-hmm. it there was nobody else he could pay to do it so yeah. i i understand but that that made things hard for him definitely um but uh <laughs> that was another of the weird things i can't even remember like Believe it really happened. So, in pre production, so we were there, I, I was there for pre production, me, the DP, the producer the UPM, I think. And um, <laughs> the director tells us after I've been there for a few days hey, we're shooting a thing at a country club, and the deal with the country club to let us shoot there is we would do a uh, like a murder mystery dinner theater for them. So can you act in that? Oh my
2: gosh, <laughs> by the way,
1: and I was like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> oh, and the country club is haunted by. You. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I was like, I mean, I don't know how I can say no to this. And I don't Clearly he doesn't have anyone else to do it. If he's asking me, I just met the guy. I've been here for three <laughs> days, drift, uh, flew in from LA and uh so yeah we did me and the dp and and uh the producer who else some assistant was on it too there there weren't that many of us but uh yeah i'd never done that before
0: and uh was it i mean it had to be it was it like an improvised it had to be like of, you're not gonna memorize lines yeah they gave fast. us I, I
1: think it might have been one of those ones that's out of a box or something because i feel oh, like sure. there was printed stuff okay. made up for it um <laughs> but the DP, she was really just going for it. She was like, this, this doesn't make any sense that we're doing this. So yeah. she, she acted just like a total crazy person the whole night. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if the old people got it so much, but she did not care. <laughs> um, she was a lot of fun to work with. But the, the, uh, another fun thing that happened is halfway through the shoot, they were like, guys, our DP uh, has stage three breast cancer. Oh, so she's gosh. leaving the movie. <laughs> Um, And uh, one of the ACs had to replace her. So that happened. To my knowledge, she is doing fine right now. I think it's back in
0: LA and working. Um, uh, But that was... That was a little bit scary wow. um, at what point does the director just say look guys this production is obviously cursed yeah yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't want a poltergeist situation so let's just all go home right let's cut our losses now before anyone dies yeah i think the night we found out about that
1: our production designer Uh, got drunk on set. I don't know if it was because of this or because she was a a terrible person. Um, (laughs) She got drunk on set and took the car that the production had lent her, which the director borrowed from a car dealership so yeah. it, he did not own it hadn't Suspense. had not paid anything for it <laughs> yeah. she got drunk <laughs> drove the car into a tree oh on the property gosh. where we were shooting <laughs> uh, not like out driving got into an accident she literally backed it up at 45 miles an hour into a tree oh wow <laughs> was she okay yeah. Yeah. Still, <laughs> still a terrible person. Though. Right. Yeah. 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 Man. You would think after that point, someone would be like, listen,
2: yeah, yeah. We're still not, fired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: she wasn't fired. She was not oh. fired. She continued uh, to be on the movie for the rest of it and was an absolute joy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you,
1: okay. So this film was finished. Yes. It has been completed. I've seen a trailer for it. Okay. How long ago was this again?
0: That you We shot it in 2015 20- Fifteen. Oh I my! It's say. been about
2: five years then. Okay. Yeah. It's a pledge situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
0: let's hope it's just as good. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know what happened to it. It might have right. like been shown. So may... And Who knows? Maybe it turned out and is and yeah. is awesome. I yeah. uh, there, there, definitely was some cool stuff in the script, and I think, I think it like. Had some kind of like Sundance connection somehow like like to get some of the money initially. I think he um, had something to do with the Sundance Institute, the director, because he has a cool story because he he was a convicted felon and was in prison for some time. <laughs> but I guess while he was there, like uh, wrote this script that was about a lot of his experiences growing up. So, wow. um, uh, yeah. And there's some good actors in it. <laughs> Jell-O Biafra's in it. Like, sure. I think you got
2: to follow up with somebody and track <sighs> this thing yeah, down. Yeah, I, and... I really would like to see it at yeah. some
1: point. But it was it an was experience.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like it. That's What I like about this story is every new thing you say is insane and yet somehow fits right where it's like it's like oh and let's not forget that yeah. uh, sorry I almost forgot that the uh, director was a convicted felon right yeah. it's like yeah you know, that's exactly
1: the way it happens I'll be talking about i be like oh that's right I forgot and then have yeah. another, we, we did yeah. a murder mystery dinner <laughs> theater to prep for it
2: <laughs> yeah these things are all equally huge terrible things. they, right? they could like, be
1: the one story for that yeah, project but it's exactly. all in one thing
2: <laughs> uh,
0: okay so we I think we're going to go ahead and, and wrap up I'm perfectly fine to do this again sometime uh it's uh tremendous fun hearing people's uh strange stories that i'm sure are very stressful in the moment (laughs) but in retrospect uh they at least make for some good stories and uh, you know hey i get a podcast episode out of it so that's all that matters um so okay uh as far as people um where people can can find uh, all of us, uh, I'd like to remind everyone that uh, Battleship Pretension does have a Patreon. So if you go to Patreon.com/slash Battleship Pretension, uh, you can subscribe as low as two dollars a month. That gets you one audio episode uh, of my choosing. Yeah, that's right. Mm. For two bucks, you get what I give you. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, five dollars a month, uh, you get uh, one audio episode per week. Uh, And then at uh, $10 a month, you get an audio and a video episode per week. And you also have access to our entire backlog of commentaries and bonus episodes. Um, The most recent uh, round of commentaries. Oh, Josh, you would have hated this. I'm so sorry. Uh, It was called Religious Horror. And we talked about Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, The Omen, and The Conjuring. Um, I like Rosemary's Baby a lot. Oh, it's marvelous. Um, and you and you weren't as scared of The Exorcist as you thought you were going to be. When no, you I don't think it. so. The, the,
1: I will say there's probably like a statute of limitations somehow on like whether I find something scary sure. or not because some stuff that's after like. I think anything before the 80s so far that I've seen that's in that world, I'm usually okay with. Okay. Although I find The Shining very terrifying, and that's 80, so I don't know. I've
2: never found that movie scary. Isn't that strange? I agree with you, though. I think it's scary. Um, The tone of it is like... We do. I do, by
0: the way, uh, I mention you, Josh, in the commentary (laughs) as someone who... Because we are talking about... Who finds supernatural horror scary and who doesn't? I never really have. Mm-hmm. The Conjuring is scary, not yeah. necessarily the the supernatural ele- element, of course, but also just the way that it's made is a, is a frightening thing. Yeah, that's and the Conjuring I'm, too, I'm not see Did you talk
2: about? I didn't the, see the Conjuring too. I've heard great things. So great, it's one of my favorite movies. Okay,
0: yeah, and I've heard. Is it better than the it's first? Better one? Better than the first one. That's interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So uh, those commentaries. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can purchase them on their own. Uh, So if you go to battleshipretention.com, you'll see uh, an image of Pazuzu, the demon from uh, The Exorcist. And you click on that, and you can get all four commentaries for $10, or you can get them individually for $3. Uh, But if you are a Patreon subscriber at the $5 level, then you get all four audio commentaries. And then if you are at the $10 level, you can also watch us comment on a movie that you're not seeing in the moment is I, I, is Pazuzu the name of the yes it is. I didn't know that yeah and uh, one of our guests comedian Sean Conroy pointed out that that sounded like uh, uh, a limited time dessert at Domino's it does
2: Pazuki <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I really hope
1: there's somebody out there who has a film blog called Pazuzu's Petals <laughs>
0: hey, there has to be right <laughs> I mean if there's not get to it internet so there are enough film fans out there that have it, to have, it exists yeah. It exists. Um, but anyway so that's where you can uh, find us you can also of course find David uh, at Davey Pretension on Twitter you can find me uh, at Tyler Pretension uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, now uh, Tyler you are mm-hmm. new to Twitter so all the terrible things you said <laughs> in this episode uh, people can follow should not tweet me
2: Right They should tweet at you
0: (laughs) Yeah But I think that I'm not Maybe Maybe You know Tag uh, Hallmark In there as well just So they know that Oh you're a poisonous brand now
2: Right Yeah Cool That would be fine But you're on Twitter where I am But I don't think I'm going to keep using it After today I think (laughs) I did it for a day And I think I'm done (laughs) But But Instagram Oh okay Can I give that Sure Uh, Instagram is my full name, Tyler Strassley. Okay. And S-T-R-A-E-S-S-L-E. That's correct. All right. Mm. Yep. Nailed it.
0: Now, Josh, let's talk again about Man Camp. Yes. Remind us where people
1: can see it. Um, Right now, the only places you can see it are in Austin or in Denver. Hopefully, you're in one of those places and going to get a chance to. And Austin, it's October 24th and 29th at the Alamo Drafthouse Village. Uh, that's part of the austin film festival a lot of awesome stuff happening at the austin film festival so if you're in in town there really uh look into it look into going it's awesome and then uh, denver film festival on november 6th and november 7th at the sie or the psi film center not sure um but uh, you can also check out if you if you youtube search for man camp trailer you'll find the trailer for the Mm film um to give you a little bit of an idea what it's like and uh yeah check it out if you like oddly well-spoken
0: oafs, I've got good news for you. Uh, yes,
1: but anyway, there's also an, an. I think there's an Instagram page for, uh, and maybe a Twitter also. I know, know there's an Instagram. There might be a Twitter. There for is also Man a, a Camp, Facebook page so for Man Camp. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm not on Facebook, so I, I right. didn't know that. But yeah check that out that and that'll be probably the best place to find out if there are new festivals or if it's showing somewhere else
0: all right well thank you uh guys so much for being here this was a lot of fun uh listeners i hope you enjoyed it as well thank you for listening and we'll get you next time bye